or a minute ahead of time to pay back. Okay, so if you look on page five of the copy with the Tzitzel I want to show you one more paragraph of the Mithra Shlonam, and then we'll have a tshuva in the Kavis tshuva from Rabbi Yoshev is sort of like a general chazara on the few categories, gelatin and shellac, and that'll be tonight and maybe part of tomorrow night, and then we will move on to soap, which is the cleanest sugya of the whole thing, and we will probably conclude the kashas in Yanim with that, depending on the questions tonight and tomorrow night. So, Shlomo Zaman was saying that he feels that world jelly, if it's for health purposes, would be mutter, that it's tatum l'hokel. Maybe it's not roi l'achila, if you recall, he wasn't sure, because meirak l'ayim l'chayr isn't roi l'achila either. And yet Chazal, at least in one girsa, one cheetah, seemed to assume it is, as well as other things we would never go near. But it is bottle, even though imvat on the sechatchila, b'shalakaderech, and the svar that the Yetzim and Atameh has no malchus, or chatzishim, mati mutter, kunta samach reinim, so... For all those reasons, he said you can use it for medicine. Tzitzel felt that you can even use it for boosting of health, even if it's below a and Bari who needs the booster. Tzitzel sounds like he was a bit more makel, but Shalom Zaman holds that for even a it's mutter. The last paragraph, he mentioned something interesting, and this is really to the businessmen who are trading the stuff, and the store owners, health food store owners who are selling the stuff. If you recall from a couple of years back, we had the sugya of not doing schera with treifa items. Remember, the klal is that if it's treif medrabonon, you could do business with it, unless it's an iser hanah, which would be an iser hanah deraisa anyway, and you could, I guess, not do with the Yisrael. The Yisrael is even a one-time thing. The trading is also when you're doing a general business, if it falls into your net or into your truck and you happen to get it, there are agav, there are haterim, but to do it as a business to buy l'chatchila and sell it is also if it's tarfus, behemetameyaz, and it's deraisa, if it's rabbanon, it's mutter. So they talk about that and they're generally makel. Is the stocks, unless you own 4% or more, which is recognized as real bylaws, everything else is just to make a few dollars and, and really an investment vehicle. And if you own more than 4%, please see me after this year. So uh, because okay. nobody you know owns 4% of any publicly traded. It's not a problem. Sorry. People ask Sorry. me to sell their chametz when they come to the star. And I usually try to be polite and smile, which is always a good idea. And say, if you want to put it down, you can put it down. But you can't sell stocks on the star I have. There's an official, the SEC has to okay the Mechira, uh, and it doesn't work. It's a Gila Dasa, you don't want to have it, but we're, yes, it's the same Kula. And many corporations have shares in McDonald's, and these are all McDonald's, Bustle Calls, and it's another real problem. But Schayr is also, if you mean it for Schayr, but yeah, we assume Lahokalan, although Shailuz, even though it's a bit of a Machlaikis. So take a look at Eisbeis on page five in the Mechashlama, page five of the handout, and he touches upon the fact that if royal jelly is Usr, on the Tzad Tanisa these coolers don't work out, would it be Mutter to do Schayr? And if you're not taking it for health purposes, would it be Mutter to do Schayr? Two different answers, right? Health purpose might be a Kula for health purposes. So you have the sniff from the huckle, but maybe the buy and sell, which is Shaila, 
possibly of doing an Isidoraisa, Mabeschaira, with things that are in Isidoraisa, might be in Isidoraisa. It's a big machoikis, we learned it at the time, and that could be a concern. So it might be mutter for the guy who wants it for health purposes, but also for the guy who's buying it and selling it in his store. And is that a concern? So he has a possible cool on that. Also, take a look at base. He have in Adinan de Mazan Malchus Aser. Mazan Malchus again is the world jelly. Aser Vadim Eter, Poshit, who Adinami de Aser Bischaira in Nachrim. You couldn't sell it to Goyim either, meaning you couldn't be in the business of buying it and selling it. Filu Eim, Ayin Machlitin, Barshes as Fekadaraisa, Lachaira, even if it's a Safik, which Rasamazam really holds it is, because he's not sure it's not Royal Achila. Because assuming Schaira is an Isidoraisa, which many assume, that even if it's a Suffolk Isidoraisa, we would ask her Schaira. And this is a very real Shiloh. I have a health food store. If you recall, when we gave Sharon the Sugya, we had the famous Al Chashochan. Whenever I mention the Al Chashochan with these Shiloh, I always remind everybody they were starving in the Vardak. They were starving in all of Eastern Europe, in the Vardak especially. And the Chashochan always reminds you uh, how poor they were. And he works out a possible kula because they needed a panasa for the general makolot owner in Navardek and other such places where they had the need to buy typhus and sell because the local gullion would come in and if it wasn't one-stop shopping, they wouldn't come in at all. And it was their panasa at stake. And he said, maybe that's Derek Agav is really selling kosher things. You just have to stock them on kosher so you don't lose the customers. So maybe that's Derek Agav like that's nuffle in your net. Which is a jump, and the Alchoshocha knew that. But Makam Hefsim Ruba, he had that kula. Many disagree, it was not Hefsim Ruba and Amekel. So, the guy has a health food store. Can he carry this stuff for the Goyim or for the Jews who are lying in this heter for health? But let's just talk about the Goyim who are buying it for the good taste. So he says, Pashis is Sveka Daraisa, Gamken Kasar Ham Dasa Beschera, Achrisi Vidaka Chuba. Simon Kufi Yazain Aisama Gimel Shemevim Berber Yaakiv. It's an interesting kula. Shemyesh Rak Dea Achas Lahatir. It was even one sheet to that's Meiko, Kfar Mutter Bischaira, because there is Machalikis, well, Bischaira is also Midor Aisama Dora in the first place. And if it's in Dorabana, maybe one sheet you can rely on it. Hua Dimbezer, Shabon Chashuvan Etiru, Baechlan Yeshlan, Milismach, Imitid is straight, not as a medicine. Ubar Min Dale, and he's Daiti Kimish Liel, Melchan Rak Pachas Mikashir. He ends up that you're allowed to carry the stuff in your store and you're allowed to trade in it and buy wholesale, whatever you're doing with it, you're allowed to do because the mitigating factors, maybe it's mutter, and if it's not, it's usually bottle by the time you get the product, and it's uh, always a pachas mikashir, even if it's not bottle, and therefore, you have that other sheet that the is only us when it's chiyamalkish uh, in the first place, and lamaisi he's makel. So anybody here in the business, they could continue uh, selling it based on this kula if they, they need to. Okay, if you just walked in, go to your second copy. I want to now show you Rabbi Yashav's tshuva. We touches on three or four things we have been discussing the last couple of weeks, a paragraph apiece. So it's a very nice chazara, and we're also going to see his shita on a few of them. Take a look at page 1b in the copy. It says, Kavit Shuvas. 1B, second sheet. Okay, take a look at his base first in the first column in the bottom. He brings out a chaznish. This is Nogayat to Pesach. Uh, try to remember this on Pesach comes, otherwise it's Hashayla, and don't run away with this as he's going to quote at the end. Lamaisa, we try to be machmed. That's what the lists are all about. But the Ikra din now on Royal Achila, not Royal Achila. You have a lot of information for the last few weeks. 
Kosovo Chaznish, Barachayim Semekupta Zayin Eishas. Zel Lashayim. Tablos, you have tablets, pills, Rafuash, Murabam Kemach. Which is normally the case. Chaznish is passing Allah Almaisa that for Pesach all you need is Nisom Achilas Adam. And it's not really Achilah Kedarka, you're reading in a pill form. It's not Achshabebe, you're doing it for medicine. Aflamai Damashme Achrenim Zad Lechel Chatchila Aser. Afil Chamish Nisom Achilas Kelev, because it's Achshabebe. Mekamakamai De Taruva Shai Dvaram Mutter. Which is starch from a chametz source. Im who nisam achilas adam. Im b'shuta rugs abaysim simit sadi tesha daitel achmi b'shum chumet pesach. And that is the meaning. If you have a list and you have a product that has chametz in it, even though it's b'taruvus and it's nifsol, and you have one that doesn't, you buy the one that doesn't because of chumet pesach. And they did all the work for you already. They have the list. There are plenty of kosher companies. Usually. You won't need it for something that serious. If it's anything serious, Leilainu, obviously you get the best product and you don't play around. But that is from the Chaznish. Go down to Gimel now. Gelatin. Shenaseh mei atzameh yavshu ke'etz. And I remind you, nowadays the gelatin is not the same gelatin process of Chaimez was talking about that he's referring to. Now it's made from porcine skins, which are pretty fresh and a much bigger kosher's issue there aren't that many makilim the way they make it now. But the original ones, which are still made somewhat uh, with that process, is Yavshu Ke'etz, Hitir Haganam Chaim Ezer, which we saw at length, Bachi Ezer, Vayen Shuvasu Shalganam Chaskal Abranski, then it was Shlita, and Zatzal Lahatir, Imvada Nis Yavish Ke'etz, Vayen Bem Shum Tam. Chaskal Abranski, it's interesting, he was a rov in London, he was the head, head guy in London based in. He was a guy in Ireland. He was in Siberia. He wrote uh, a lot of farm on um, cigarette rolls in Siberia when he was. Then uh, after the war, he was in London. Then he was in Israel, and uh, he has a long truth on gelatin. It's widely quoted, and he says something very interesting. At the end of his long truth, where he discusses as far as Lahokal of Chaim Eizer, and he sort of agrees and adds some support. He says Lamaisa. He advises that the Rabbanim and the uh, Rav Amachshir is being asked to do it, not do it. And he says, because you're never going to be able to explain to the Balabatim why you have Chazer and uh, the Hamid Tamea bone is in your product, and it's a Chil Lashem, and you shouldn't do it. Isn't that interesting? Chaim Ezer didn't say that editing. It might have been a different time, and a different, it could be that by the time Chazka wrote it, uh, people were more involved in the Kashrus than people would find out. I bet in the 1930s or 20s when Chaim Ezra, they weren't labeling the product so much. I think more is known by the consumer the more you uh, continue on in the contemporary uh, food production. So it could be that uh, he was more concerned and he said, Lamaisi, you shouldn't do it because people are not going to understand and it's going to look bizarre. Which is Asvara used. Moshe has, I once mentioned this. Uh, Do you have to go pretty basic Shailin, contemporary kashas. You have a geisha plant, and let's assume they clean the kalim and the processing line very well, which uh, by a state of the art plant should be the case, and they're doing non-kosher. You want to go do a kosher run. The, the OU and the other agencies try to take kosher plants that are 100% kosher. So don't the kosher in between. It's a lot less of a headache, but once in a while, you got a kosher, and you go in, and if you're doing even a haimashayachshir, Sometimes, especially, they're going into a plant and they're doing a four-day run. They have to kasha. 
So what's the din if you have a whole production line and it's clean? It's Enabanyama, clean Enabanyama. And yesterday, two days ago, they were producing chaza legs. But it's clean now, very clean, no grease. And it's an Enabanyama, so what's the din? So normally the din is Enabanyama is also Midrabana, not the Banyama. We've had that a number of times. What's the din for a guy? The guy have a xayer of Enabanyama? A guy makes something on, in a pot that's not a benyama, and then he serves it to his Jewish neighbor. I mean, I wouldn't go in there and eat with them anyway, but, but if you know, the pot was clean, and um, there was a mashkia there, but the guy was making it. What's the din? I'll pee a din. So Amashin is Shuva says, there's no gzeir on a guy. Procter & Gamble owns this plant. It doesn't belong to you. Just he's giving a hechsher, doesn't mean you own the thing. So he said, Amashin says, technically, there's no gzeir on them. So if they produced it already, and they're producing it anyway, they just have to have a hechsher, so it should be kosher. That's a phenomenal cooler. It means you don't have to kosher. It's great cooler, no? Why? If it's an NBM, even if it is bishul, the blee is a stale. When they go in, everything's bottled. We we can't do that with our NBM tray for pots because it's xera. What? No. Oh, bishulakim. It's like yeah, no bishulakim. They're making M and M's. Yeah, most products. I think yeah, no bishulakim. I mean, the, the kosher station... Well, yeah, the kosher is not going to give a heksher if it's bishlakam. Yeah, they, everything's... Co- the ingredients are kosher, no bishlakam. I'll even make it very from It's Pats Yisrael. <laughs> he turned on the fire. The, but the line, the, the tunnel of in the belt is trafe. Well, is it? So, I mean, the rice is not. And they cleaned it well. I'm not giving that proviso. So, I'm not sure the truth on this. And he's maker did, and there's no gzair on a guy. No. So, we can save a lot of money and time. You have the kosher. So Amesha used the Lashem, which you got to be Amesha to say. But when you hear it, like you're all already fackled at hearing such a cooler. <laughs> so Amesha is going to, the truth is not over yet. So Amesha says, however, mihu, mechur adavr. Now, which sif in Yeridea, which shach, which taz, mechur adavr? So you need Amesha, you need to be places. Mechur adavr means it's disgusting. Well, usually if it's Asar, it's disgusting. If it's Motor, it's not disgusting. In our sugya, which we've had in the last four months, we have Tinto Manefish. This isn't even Tinto Manefish. There's no way to say here at all. The only Gzair Dabon is don't use the pot now on a Yisrael because you might use a Benyama next time. They don't have a Gzair on Goyen. Somebody says Mechur Adavr. So why is it Mechur Adavr? For the same reason, Abchatzka Lebronsky over here says you shouldn't give Ashran gelatin, even though I think they're Stadam Mutter, because people are going to find out they're using Chazafit for this thing. You can tell as far as from here to next year, it's powder and it's dry and it's bones, it's this, that, the other. They're not interested. It, it, it's, it's a type of chiloshet. It's a mechur. I think I said that. You have a hechsher on that? They, they used the chaza yesterday and you didn't kasha the line. We cleaned it very well. You didn't kasha the line? We cleaned it very, very well. <laughs> They're not going to understand it. So Amesha says you shouldn't do it. And kachu hamini. No hechsher worth its name is going to go into a plant without kashering. Even though, technically, it's mutter. Amesha says mechur. So you've got to have that's terrible for that. So that's what Chaskel says in the Shuvah. Lahatim vadai nisyavish kates. First of all, nisyavish. Ein behem shumtam. Ulam tsarachin ladino. And Rabbi Yashav updates it and he says, today, don't make it the same way. Bismanenu, shumatsin, jaltin. Gam ipsalas basur tari, like porcelain skins, which is not gam. It's, it's, now it's most of the market. Vitochen, shinishabatam, lanisyavish kates. And that could be a lot more problematic. It could be a time as it wouldn't be makele. The reason it changed so much is because gelatin, when it first came out, was a novelty and it wasn't such a high-volume product, so it took a while to move, and it's more shelf-stable. 
it stays longer if you make it out of the bones. You make it the fresher you make it, the less stable it is. But now it's used in so many products, they keep moving the stuff by the pallet, and therefore they have the luxury of not needing it to be so shelf stable. But that's a bigger mattress concern now to make it a porcelain. Significantly <coughs> cheaper and more available. Right, now. right, uh, especially porcelain. A lot of a lot of chazer <coughs> in this country, in other countries as well. So it's like. No problem, it's, but it's, the key thing here is besides the fact that it's available, it, it's fresh, and th- usually that was a problem. Less dried out something is, the less stable it is. But they don't care because they move the product so quickly that it doesn't make a difference. And that's a big difference between now and 100 years ago when Chaim Ezer was talking about it. Okay, next, Dalit. Chavazdas, Simen Kuf Gimel. We got a lot of mileage out of this Chavazdas. This Chavazdas was quoted by Chaim Ezer and others who will make up by the gelatin. Uh, but it was Nagaya to other things we discussed, and that is that the Chavaz Das holds that once something went bad, once it's Hisricha, it's not Chazavanir again, which he says. Take a look at Dal. Chavaz Das, Semekuv Gal, Biyodea, Kuv Gimel Biyodea, Spirish Novelish, Hisricha, Bihadisha, when bad, it's rancid, it's, uh, it's a putrid. Nifka Isura, the Isura is gone. Va'af em matkin mesakin asa, ain hi Chazeris lu Isura. And even if it comes back somehow and you sweeten it, it doesn't become us again. And we mentioned at the time, two weeks ago, that there is an argument the and it might be a machlekes if it itself is getting better, you sweeten it from the outside. Which is true in gelatin, it goes with the chavazdas. Now, based on this, Rabbi Yashav says there's a product which is one of the things when you read the list of ingredients, and you think it's all chemicals, but this is a very, very common one. It's used as a release agent in pills. Uh, pills, it's a big industry, pharmaceuticals, and not just pills, candy also. You gotta, you're making all these things in a mold, and it's going in a machine, it's dropping a million of them an hour in this little mold. How do you get it out of the mold? How, why does it pop out so easily? So they need something that makes it smooth enough to make it a release agent, and there are a lot of things that do that, uh, one of them is magnesium stearate. Now, just for your edification, so I'm just trying, so we hit already the uh, shellac and the uh, gelatin and the carmine. Magnesium stearate is also one of the big things. The magnesium is not the problem. Stearate is from a cow. That's what stearate is. Uh, and a non-kosher one like that. And he discusses and his, he says something very interesting. Of course, non-kosher cow. Why would they take a kosher cow and drop out the price tenfold? <laughs> of course not kosher. Fizeh ha'yilchayr makam lahater as magnesium stearate. Echad ma'kivin shel shuman. Ba'alichayim, obviously. Ha'shuman. Now, the, the shuman is the non-kosher part. The magnesium is not the problem. He's talking about magnesium stearate because of the non-kosher component. Ha'shuman mi'tevei briyasan mechil ma'kivim shayin. So the fat in the animal has many different subparts. So during the processing, during the production, they separate the stearate as one of the main things in the fat of the animal, from the shuman. And has many different versatile things. And one of the things is they put it with magnesium to make magnesium stearate. And it's very important. You'll see it in almost all your products, certainly in pharmaceuticals, because they've got to be able to pop the pill very easily in the production line at the thing. So they're making 7 million a minute, and it has to go very quick and very smooth. 
if you ever, we have a lot of class trips to take, but uh, we should take all one chalamite and go to all of them. But if you've ever been these production lines, are fascinating. And it's pills, it's candies, and anything that can stick to the machinery, which is a lot of things. So this is uh, a release agent, and it's used widely. And the issue is, is it kosher or not? So he says, well, the magnesium is not really well. Yeah, the uh, theory that makes it a little sweeter. So he suggests, go to the next page, page two. Magnesium al kefisha shamati and magnesium stearate nivash. So this is the problem. We had this problem with the shellac. Ramesha, in one of his four sniffing hokal, said that the thing is nifsal. Those who argue say it wasn't nifsal. The shellac comes out of the lac bug. That's the way it comes out. Not nifsal. It didn't get bad. It's the same taste or lack thereof that it had before. You want a tiny, it's not a food. That's the other sniffle I should say. But it's not nivash. Nivash means something was like this and it went bad. And once it went bad, then you have a that even if it becomes good, it's, it's still okay. So his argument is going to be, Kfisha Shemati, top line of page two. And a magnesium stir, nivash, elohu, chelak, memakim, shal shumad, vuhu, bilti, roi, lachil, mebiyasai. It's not really well lachil in the first place. The hainish, shumad, morkem, mikamachalakim. They take the fat of the animal as a number of components. The fat's very relachile. They used to smear it till they realized it wasn't so healthy on their bread like peanut butter. So the fat's very relachile. It's delicious. They still deep fry things in it all over the country. So it's very good. You take out the cigarette, it doesn't taste too good. It's one component of it, but it didn't go bad. Uh, so Yashiv says, it's also push that makes it mutter, it's not really lachila, because in the fat it was, you're taking one part of the fat out that was really lachila. That doesn't make it mutter so quickly. And that's an interesting point. Lamaisa, their term for magnesium steroid is, even if it wasn't no good when you took the steroid out, mixed with the magnesium, and then it goes to the rest of it. Many point out that at that point it's bottle and it's uh, and it's nifkum usually, so only in a pill. However, since this is the sugev tinta manefesh, do we want something that was coming out and when it came out it was part of the animal and it is the chelik of a tummy animal? Yes. Does the steroid actually go into the product? Of course. Used to coat the, uh, no, it, it sticks on. It's a stick coating at the end to to it pop out, but yet it's not going in. It's on. You're, you're, it's on. It doesn't. They don't wipe it off. <laughs> they don't wipe any of this stuff off. Yeah, it's on. But again, technically, you can't answer for that. He's just pointing out that don't be so quick to just wave out the thing that now it's a chemical. It's part of something. It's very lachila. You just took it apart. That's not so partial that, that changes it. But that's part of the debate. Yes, it was a yeah. So that's the debate. Rav Sternbach mentioned this in his truth at the very beginning of the sugya, and he discussed it. If it's a chemical change, and you're taking parts thereof out, when did this, does it become not oichel? Uh, but yes, he's just pointing out that don't be so quick to wave it away, because it is a chalik of what was the trade for cow in the first place. Part of a cow, right? So say the whole cow's are part of the cow. Yeah. So and therefore bones in the because we said bones are not That was, I am, we, we discussed that for two weeks. That was, that was a gel to gel. It was exactly the machlegis. But, but that was uh, that, that was what was the, that was machlekes from Chaim Meizer and the and Machmir. Take a look at hey, Yesh lo hayer, b'ma shemitzoyim shekayim betavla and he says betavuvus magnesium shelo shemaimet. See, adds one more prat before we move on to magnesium steroid. 
Is it, let's assume it was by Lachila, let's assume that it's now, Mendy, you're asking, is it still on? It's still on a very, very small part. So you say it's bottle. Well, everything's bottle unless it's not. One of the rules of Bittal is that Davra Maimid is not bottle. Is this a Davra Maimid since it sort of like coats the pill, holds it together, and helps it move around? Do we call that a Maimid? So it's an interesting Shailah, but Yoshev doesn't think so. And that's what he comments in, in Hey. Yesh Lahar, it holds it together, keeps an attack, helps it pop out whole. He says, I don't think that's Maimed. Maimed is when you have rennet and it goes in the milk and it makes cheese. So it took milk and made it into cheese. That's a Maimed. It made the whole product. So Midrabanon, we say, even though it's bottle, we say Maimed's not bottle Midrabanon. This is not a Maimed. This is a logistical thing. We've got to have the pill hard, and it's got to be able to pop out, slippery enough. He doesn't think that's Maimed, so therefore it should be bottle if the ratio is such. Okay, last item is comment on shellac. He has a very fascinating comment. Take a look at Vov. That's why we were fortunate to find one tshuva. We're in six paragraphs. He has over the last six uh, subtopics. Uh, he has a sheet on shellac and it's l'chumra, not l'kula, which is why he's not the only tshuva on it, why the Israeli hechsheim are more or less machmer on the shellac. Uh, remember, Amisha had four from l'hokil. Uh, one of them was, that wasn't food. I'm still puzzled why that wasn't the first one, but I'm not the only one. Remember, the first one was a diamond of honey. We discussed why that's... Uh, Hard to understand based on the Metzius. Is it similar to honey? Is it being processed by the lack bug or not? But Ramesha has an assumption that Lamaisa is not food anyway, and then he goes on to talk about bitter and the alcohol and the, and the, and the bagam. Now we'll see what Rabbi Yashua says on it. Take a look at Vov. So he starts off with the assumption. He, what he's discussing is shellac. Rabbi Yashiv assumes for this following paragraph that most people in the Western Hemisphere and it's Israel, where Jews live, they don't enjoy eating bugs. I'm mentioning that because you're all going to ask based on the information we had a few weeks ago that there are probably 30 million people eating bugs every day. And that's true, but those 30 million people don't live anywhere near where the people who care about kashras and just like Bishalakim depends on every region, what's considered Allah Shulchan Let's assume for a moment that these bugs are horrible tasting, terrorized anyway, and they're not really something anybody's interested in eating. You'll see in a few minutes why I'm pointing that out. Like shellac, maybe it's mutter. Now, by now, you're all knowledgeable enough to know what, to understand what he's about to say. Just last week, we had the very appetizing discussion, fascinating but appetizing, and we were debating, as Shalom Zalman was pointing out, uh, the Gemara is talking about Meiraglayim, and it comes down to Machlekes Vishayinim, and, and two days in the Machaber, whether or not Meiraglayim of a Chamar or a Sus is Mutter Bishti or not. No one you know that's normal is going to drink it, but it has... At least the definition I think uh, that would be accurate is if something has nutrients or something hydrates and it helps you, then it's considered eichol v'shtiyah. That's what we came out. 
So there are two days in Machabers. He says, according to the sheet of that Mekel, Lishtas Meraglaim Shabahemis Tameas, move with Shokhanar Yeradea, Shabir Shamagra, Shmeraglaim, Diamond Leperish, which everybody holds is not very Lachila. That's the Mekel sheet of Chaim Pir Shabbat Nagesham, is Divir Gamar, Babakiris. Remember, I told you there are a few different girses in the Gamar we saw. Shemarag Lam Shoshusim Gamalim, Lom Kamibailu. Then the Gamar is not even asking about that. The Lo Shos in Shabbat nobody drinks it, even though it went on to talk about Marag Lam of Hamar. Pirish Lo Klumhu, Lo Asirid Lo Hashiv Lamidi, but nobody drinks it. It's not considered a liquid. Kach Pirish Amardachai Vioshach, Yem Pischachuva, Lafize, Hafrashes Blit Shell. Shrotzim, top line, So if you have something that a bug emits and nobody eats it, like shellac, it should be mutter. Now, the problem is we're all eating it because it's on your candy. But are we eating it or is it just there for shine and we're not trying to eat it? That's part of the debate. So first of all, points out, as we saw last week, that the first sheet of the of the Stam says that this stuff has the status of liquid and it's edible, even though we wouldn't want to eat it, but it has uh, hydration effects, uh, and that's why people would drink it if they were desperate. The Gemara just said, we're not going to discuss it because it's not a common shayla. Even though normal people don't do it, but it is considered a liquid. Now, what does Rabbi Yosher want from this? Listen to this lumdus. Very fascinating. So Rabbi Yosher says, according to that, even though most people don't eat it, So if a terrorist like the lackbog is emitting something, it should be usher. Ah, nobody eats this straight. They only put it on shine for a candy. So he says it doesn't make a difference. Why is that? So he says... An added svar, this is very, very interesting, and I'll, I'll discuss where it's coming from in a moment. But he said that uh, those who hold your allowed to drink maraglaim of a sus is because susim are not kosher. Not Jews can eat horses. If something is mutter, listen to this carefully. If something is for a guy edible and they eat horse meat, Sometimes, so then what comes out is not interesting for them, and therefore that's not considered food. Shrotzim, which not Jews don't eat either, except for the thirty million people. We're talking about in our places, nobody eats the thing itself. Yet the Torah asked it anyway. So Torah asked it anyway. The chiddush is not roi lachila. Again, we'll make that assumption. And the Torah asked it. So Torah asked it, even though it's not roi lachila for Jews or goyim, if they asked the bug. So why would you say they did not ask? Torah did not ask what comes out of it. By a horse or something that's royal achila, the Torah asked for us the, the horse meat uh, for them. But what comes out is not food. But the bug is not food for anybody. And the Torah asked it anyway. So the Torah is considering it food, making an isra of achila on it. So then what comes out of it should be usr also. That's his far. Let, let me finish the sentence, then I'll explain. He's introducing a svar here. I thought this is a Kiddush. Ramesh does not assume this way. The Gemara has this in a Havamina, and I'm a little, a little puzzled why Rabbi Yosha mentions this far. The Gemara has this in a Havamina. The Gemara, the Gemara says, points out that Shrotzim are creepy, crawly things. Nobody likes them. Rashi and Chumash says that the Torah gave us extra schar, because Goyim don't want to eat cockroaches either, and yet Torah said to give us extra schar. Rabbi Yosha was saying, when the Torah said it, 
It's telling you that even though this thing is in Royal Achila, we're deeming it Royal Achila and we're answering it. So if the whole thing is in Royal Achila anyway, we're calling it food, then whatever comes out of it, which is also gross, is also food. It's only by animals that are Royal Achila what comes out, you can call it perish. You can call it the, the waste product. Everybody follow that Achilic? Now, I'll tell you where this is coming from. Somebody wanted to tie us for what happens. I'll throw out this, this Shaila. We already had by the bee honey. If you have bee legs, Inside the honey, you cook the bees and you filter it above Yatsaladis. And the bee legs and the bee parts and the bee wings float to the top. Is the bee ulcer now? Bee, uh, not the bee, the, uh, the honey. Is it ulcer? You just put bee parts. You didn't put it there in the first place. It was there, but you're trying to get it out. You put it over a fire and it cooked it. So it put Tom in the things. So there are two reasons why it said it's mutter. Number one, once far is, the one, the bee legs are like eights. Almost not really part of the body. That's like the bones and the gelatin. And if you don't agree with that, that's my colleagues when they pass like that, it's nice and tall of gum. It's gross. This is a bee part. It's a bee. My problem is the terracid bees, even though it's disgusting. So, okay. Terracid the bee. But if the bee got cooked in the thing, it doesn't answer the product because it is nice and tall of gum. If gum means it's disgusting. So far, so good? Now, let me ask you a question. Now, you think you're ready for this question. Well, if, I, if I give you too much of a disclaimer, you're going to figure out the answer based on what I'm uh, telling you. But if a bee itself gets rancid, it goes bad, becomes pogum, is it mutter? No, it's not, not the bleas. What? It's also to begin with. So I, I gave you too much of a disclaimer, or you're very smart, one of the two. Most foods that go bad are mutter, not just bleas. The food itself went bad. So... There are many Achorim that say that that's true by a food that's supposed to taste good, like meat, horse meat even, but meat, you know, and chickens and whatever, and it went bad, and it's rancid. So now it's pogum, it's not right la But if something is disgusting in the first place, again, except for the 30 million people in the Far East, but if you, most people wouldn't go near it, and it's disgusting to them, so the terror asserted even though it's disgusting. So what did this make it more disgusting? That's Nogea, it's Nogea to the Carmine Shaila because it's already Carmine, the Mekilim say it's dust already, it's dried out and everything, but even if, not, if, it's a, if it's not the original product, should it become mutter like meat when it's not the original product? So some say yes and some say no, because the Torah asked it anyway. So he's suggesting if the Torah asked something that wasn't what you wrote Lachila, saying it's right Lachila, so maybe what comes out of it is also disgusting, but it's also included in the Isser, which would ask for life. That's his, that's his far. Okay, with that, we conclude the shellac, gelatin, magnesium, stearate, carmine, and other things. The last sugi we have time tomorrow night is soap. A lot more appetizing and clean. A fascinating sugi as well. Is there any mylar to buy kosher soap? Is there any yesterday use not kosher soap on any level? You'll see it's a fascinating machlekes, nagea, to taking a shower and your dishes. We'll see you in Mitzvah tomorrow night.